Welcome to part two of HealthSystemCIO.com's Chime Update with Russ Branzell, President and CEO. In this segment, Branzell talks about the tremendous impact Chuck Christian had on the organization during his tenure as board chair, how he believes the Cybersecurity Information Act will help advance the industry, and what CIOs can expect at the upcoming Chime Hymns Forum. And obviously he's wrapping up what was a a really busy year and, uh, you know, represented Chime well. You know, Chuck, just like Mark and all those before him, Randy and Buddy, and you can just keep going back and back and back, um, all the different individuals that have volunteered in that role, uh, Chuck was truly a catalyst for change. He was a challenger for us. Um, he co- often asked, you know, how does this benefit the membership? How does this benefit the industry? And constantly saying are the efforts we're putting in place the best we've got uh, to create the kind of change and support we need to to truly transform this industry and that's what I love about where the board's directing us to go right now and Chuck was an amazing leader in helping guide the board in that direction and that was you know we have only limited capacity in all of our roles in our in our organizations and at a national stage level to make a big impact. Let's continue to focus and do everything we can um, to impact patient care, to help our members be successful, uh, both new and been around a long time. And we have a lot of members that have been around now for, for as we you know, approach our 25th fall forum here coming up this fall. Uh, you know, we've got some members, a lot of members that have been around that entire time, plus a lot of new and young CIOs uh, that are just learning the trade, even though they're in the roles. And so we have a duality and purpose of long-time support of those members that have been around, but also helping those those new CIOs be successful. And, and Chuck was really cognizant of making sure we met the needs of all of our membership in the industry. Yeah. He's a, he's a great individual, and he's somebody who I feel like could have a conversation with anyone in the room. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely a very grounded person. Yeah. Okay. What are some of the other um, big priorities? I know that, that cybersecurity is something that, that's always uh, a huge priority at Chime, and um, just wanted to, to talk a little bit about uh, the act that was recently passed and uh, w- what your thoughts are about how you, if you think that this is going to uh, facilitate better sharing among CIOs and other leaders about, about threats. As you asked the question, definitely security and cybersecurity in particular are one of the highest priorities for for CHIME and uh, AHIS, our Association for Healthcare uh, Security Executives, you know, those, those two organizations, our two organizations that really focus on this, are both dedicated to trying to reduce the learning curve and the process of securing our environment appropriately where it actually improves care, not hinders care. And so I think as you see the Cybersecurity Act passed, it's a realization of an industry that probably was and not probably is behind compared to other industries for the most part relative to securing its environment, securing its data, uh, securing the mobile uh, environment in which we are now working in. So I think that's a, a true recognition of we need to work very hard in security. We need to figure out how to benchmark and share as quickly as we can. We don't want uh, 5,500 hospitals and health systems out there and physician offices and other points of care, long-term care, all trying to figure out how to do this all on their own. If we treat security the same way we've treated a lot of other things in healthcare technology, many will get left behind, many will be uh, inadequate at best, 
uh, and some will thrive beyond belief because of resources. And what we want to do is try to bring everybody along as quickly as we can to a reasonable and risk-based level. And I think that's incumbent upon us uh, as an association, as a membership that's, that's really delineated out of those smart people that know how to do this, to find ways to partner with each other and partner with the federal government, which we're already in work with. Uh, we were just recently invited to the White House Roundtable on Cybersecurity on how to improve healthcare, how to improve patient outcomes. Uh, I'll be spending some time even next week talking about ways we can reduce the burden on the health system as a whole from a cybersecurity, whether that's sharing uh, security information and contracts so that process is easier for all, down to what technologies and what solutions should be in place and what environment should we be testing. Uh, both the ability to stop it but also remediate because it's not a matter of if you're going to get hacked. It's a matter of if you've been hacked and have you figured it out yet um, along the way. So there's just there's a whole lot of work that still needs to go on in this industry. But I'm, I'm very optimistic with not only our two organizations but many others now focusing on this uh, that this will get the appropriate attention it needs. And it will be interesting to see, too, in the next year or so, just how the, the CSIO position starts to evolve and whether we see that start to pop up in more organizations or something similar to that role. Yeah, it's interesting in watching what happened when we launched AHIS, uh, the, the Association for the Executives in Health Information Security. Uh, we set a really what we thought was a stretch goal that was in the first year we would hit about 100 CISOs in that role and that in the second year maybe 150 to 200 might be an extreme stretch and in the first 18 months we're now sitting at four, uh, 450 CISOs really representing a pretty high percentage of hospitals across the country because many of them represent large health systems like Marks and Partners and HCA and those type these are the CISOs sitting at that level and so I think this is this is really just a testament to how rapidly an industry can change and that that role becomes very, very prominent in an organization. Uh, you don't want it to become prominent because you got hacked and you're in the paper every day, but you do want it to be prominent because it's an integral part of providing great patient care. And that's what we're seeing. And I would only imagine that our 450 in this fast growth that we've seen in AHIS will only continue to grow to that pace because there's still a lot of our organizations that don't have a full-time CISO in place and most are looking for them. I talked to one vendor company just this week, I won't give their name out, that in the last month have hired 10 full-time security engineers and prior to that hiring spree had zero on their team. Wow. So I just give you some perspective of the need for this skill set that's out there. And though this may sound like a little bit of a commercial, um, there's an, there is actually a void of skill set that's out there in this, and I will tell you the one place that is very skilled in this um, is our military partners. And as many leave the military, this is a great opportunity for our health systems, hospitals, and others out there to look towards our military veterans uh, with this experience they have in this area uh, to bring onto their teams. Yeah, that's a really great point. That's uh, some experience that can be leveraged for sure. Okay. Last topic I wanted to touch on was uh, HIMSS coming up next month. We have the forum that's on Monday this year, which is it <laughs> is for the first time ever, I believe. Yeah, right. That that's what I thought I read, but okay. 
So I um, just wanted to talk a little bit about what's in store for the forum and what, what attendees can expect. Obviously, we have one day to make a big impact, and then we get to spend some time with them along the rest of the week, whether it be with our focus groups. or And this year, we actually have space on the floor for the first time ever for our members to come spend time and share and collaborate with each other. And so I think kicking this off with our, obviously, Sunday network reception and getting people grounded and connected with each other is always a great opportunity for people. And, and it's not just the members. It's you all as well, our, our great partners in the press, uh, our partners in our foundation, vendor firm, those executives that come to that. It's just a, a great time, and, and you've been there. You've seen it for people to not only connect professionally but also reconnect personally. Uh, this is a very small industry. We all lean on each other every single day uh, to try to get through this, this crazy world that we work in. But I think our event in, on Monday is going to be great. We do that, obviously. It's the, the Chime CIO Forum, but we do that in partnership with HIMSS. So it's the Chime and HIMSS CIO Forum in the spring. And it's really focusing around our new effort and focus from a vision directed by our board, which is to really build up our leaders to be those exceptional leaders, but not just leaders within their organizations, but also transforming healthcare as a whole. And that's our vision is to, to be exceptional leaders transforming healthcare. And we brought some great speakers in. We obviously will, will have a little bit of fun along the way. We always want to have fun doing these things. Uh, but we've got some great uh, speakers, and Tomic Sketz, uh, who's the founder and CEO of um, Iodine, which really is a, a great place from personal medicine perspective. So we're keeping it relevant for ourselves. Um, best off, best-selling author. Uh, Jack Yuldick, who's really about organizational change and reshaping the skills of a leader, which is one of the things we really want to work on. Uh, the VP of Athena's uh, Health Again and former chairman of uh, Caesars Entertainment there in Vegas. So that's going to be great to understand the behavioral science we're finally really starting working about. It. It's less about the technology and about changing process and human behavior, and it's great to see that. We're really excited uh, about our last speaker and that's Carrie Lorenz, the first female uh, Navy pilot of F-14 Tomcat. Uh, if we all remember back now, it's hard to believe we're hitting the 30th anniversary of Top Gun. Um, it made me feel really old when I saw that on TV last night. Um, I remember seeing it when it came out, uh, and I was already in the military when it came out, so I'm starting to feel a little bit old. But I will tell you, she was really a pioneer in the Navy. Um, she was, the, as I said, the first pilot to fly that aircraft. Uh, and really has been a fearless leader, and it'll be a great story for all. It's not about a gender thing, but it'll also see, be great to hear uh, one of our great female speakers out there really empowering uh, people to do something different and challenge the status quo. Uh, so it'll be great to have that event, and then we roll into the rest of the week, as we said, uh, where we'll be around all week trying to make sure we're supporting our members uh, and being there for them and everything we do. And, and you mentioned having a spot on the exhibit floor, so that's going to be something that's open to Chime members and media? It is. We call it Chime Central, just like the name of our, uh, yeah. our website and our, our email address. What we want to be is, is we're not out there selling anything. That's not our goal. Our goal is to have a place where people can come together, uh, get a beverage and a snack, spend some time. If you want to come over and do interviews there, you're more than welcome to come over. Uh, we really want this to be a, a gathering place for people. Um, to de-stress a little bit, whether it's all of our members uh, who need a little escape from the craziness of that huge floor um, or just the world in general and need to vent and have a little one-on-one uh, -on -one networking therapy um, or have some true needs they want to address and we can spend some time on that. On that. 
but uh, as well as our vendor partners who really need to escape that floor at some point. Uh, we're, I think we're right at the bottom of the escalator, so it's going to be an easy place for people to, to come and kind of chill out and relax a little bit, and that's our hope. And we, we, we can't wait to see you there as well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, um, mostly because my last name is Gamble, so I should have some fun with that in Vegas. <laughs> there you go. We'll ask how much Kate Gamble gambled, so this could, this could be funny. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, thanks so much. I look forward to seeing you guys. It's always fun and uh, should be a good time. Yeah, absolutely. We, we look forward to seeing everybody uh, in Las Vegas in, in really just a few weeks. Thanks again, Russ. Always appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.